Liam, do you have any do you have any comments on this new development, knowing that you like Zach Wilson? Uh, yeah, you should be first overall. I don't know who this Trevor Lawrence scrub is. Unbelievable! Vikings win it! You play to win the game. A Canadian take on America's favorite pastime. Third and ten with Ryan, Liam, and Jacob. Super Wild Card Weekend has wrapped up, and that means it's time for another episode of Third and Ten with Ryan, Liam, and Jacob. I got both of the boys with me here today. How are you guys doing? You know how I'm feeling. I don't even need to say it out loud. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to that, and you'll be able to rub it in. Uh, Jacob, how about you though? <laughs> I'm not going to lie, guys. I feel like my second Christmas is coming because I got so many things coming in the mail. So I just want to <laughs> check the mail every 10 minutes. That's oh, how I feel. Look at you, Mr. Moneybags. Very excited. <laughs> Do we want to just Everything like... I bought was essential. <laughs> All right. I guess starting out, we can just run on down the list. First game that played, Bills and Colts. Bills won, but it was a closer game than I thought. Josh Allen had a really good game. Stefan Diggs had a really good game. Uh, I mean, I didn't expect the Colts to put up as much of a fight, uh, but I was expecting Buffalo to win this game. Yeah, to be honest, I thought this game was going to be a complete blowout for the Bills. Um, but I guess Philip Rivers just full of having to deal with nine kids, and he's like, oh, I really don't want to do that anytime soon. So, uh, no, it was, it's been a really good game. Like, I'm thoroughly impressed with the uh, – I almost spilled my drink. It's almost – like, I was thoroughly <laughs> impressed with how well the Colts played during that whole game. Oh, yeah. Jacob, did you catch any of this game at all? Bills are very lucky to have won this. There were definitely some calls that won in their favor, definitely some mistakes they made. But, uh, yeah, you know, they got the job done next round. I'm a little surprised, too. Yeah, and they're playing the Ravens in the next round. Is that right? Yeah, yes. It's going to be the Ravens. So, really interesting because I think the rivalry between Lamar and uh, and Allen is going to be really good in the coming years. You know, Taking in the same draft, they're both in the AFC. Uh, and so this is going to kind of like help forge it. Uh, the Ravens, I was really surprised with their win over Tennessee. But when you look at the stats, they basically they just shut down Derrick Henry. They threw everything they had at him. And I know, Jacob, you say this a lot, but they challenged Ryan Tannehill in that receiving core to beat them over the air, and they couldn't. Are, are we moving to this game now? I guess so. Yeah, that was a gonna, great segue. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that was a thank good you. transition. Wow. I have to say, I, I, it kind of. Wow. Yeah. I, anyways, uh, I'm, I'm throwing all out all the us, advanced techniques here. Thoroughly. Impressed. I mean, all three of us, I think, picked Tennessee to win. Did we not? Yeah. I, I definitely picked Tennessee. Yeah. I picked Tennessee. I picked, so yeah. this is a shock, but, I mean, I think the biggest story that actually came out of this game was probably Lamar Jackson not shaking hands after the game because of all this logo drama. And yeah. you want to know what? I love it because we need more rivalries. We need more actual hatred between teams. So I think this is great. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was It was. a great game. I honestly, I didn't expect the Ravens to 
well, we all talked about it before. We all thought the Titans were going to win it, but I never actually thought that the Ravens would hold the Titans and would at least hold Derrick Henry or Derrick Henry uh, and totally stop the run game. And I'm, I'm I'm impressed with the Ravens. And as a Browns fan, I shouldn't be impressed with the Ravens. However, Lamar is now winless or is now sorry has a playoff win. Uh, but the only thing that did tick me off about uh, Lamar Jackson was just him walking out with 20 seconds left in the game. I don't care what Jacob says where it's like, oh, yeah, like that was nice. That was awesome to see. I want hatred because, you know, you have zero heart. But it's, I don't know. To me, you just won your first playoff game. Shake your hand. Be happy that you won because you're probably going to get destroyed by the Bills next week. Now let me let me make one correction here. I'm not necessarily happy he did that, but it's really good for rivalries. And you want to know what? Next year, when this game comes back around, what are we all going to be talking about? Lamar um, versus the Titans. Yeah. It's going to be this whole logo drama. It's a new storyline. I mean, Liam, can you think, besides Pittsburgh and Cleveland right now, can you think of another rivalry that has true hatred in the NFL? Between the players. Between players? Like, between the players, the organizations. Like, Bears, uh, Green Bay Eagles, is obviously a Eagles big rivalry. Eagles versus anybody. But the players don't hate each other. The players, they don't hate each other, really. The Ravens and the Titans, those players genuinely don't like each other. Those organizations don't like each other. I, I always call it the no-fun league because you can't do anything without people getting angry in the NFL. The logo thing, I think, was blown out of proportion, but I guess it's seen as disrespect, like it kind of is also in hockey. Yeah. I, I think this is fun. Lamar should shake their hands, but he didn't, and this is fun. Yeah. It's quality entertainment. <laughs> it, it is. It, it's We got a great game out of it, and we also got a fun little storyline, like a fun little side it's, mission out of it. it. Yeah, it's like when wrestlers beef. Yeah, but that's all scripted. Oh gosh, okay. I I'm so I just want to say one thing about that. Last night when I was watching the Alabama game, when the camera panned to backstage where Devonte Smith was getting checked out, I was like, "Oh my god, it's like WWF from the 90s." <laughs> <laughs> They're panning in. Is he coming back out? What is happening? Oh yeah, I'm really excited to talk about that Alabama game later in the podcast, but another really good game of football that happened these past few days browns and steelers let's just get all the afc games done i'm so excited for right this. now browns and steelers uh first off liam would you like to celebrate uh i just want to tell anybody who has uh said some bad things about the browns and i have in the past i i can't i can't uh you know i i can't be innocent here i was never always a browns fan However, you used to hate the Browns. Well, I used to hate Cleveland, and you can thank uh, LeBron for that. But, <laughs> but, because remember, I always used to say nothing good comes out of Cleveland, and that's still right until last Sunday. Um, yeah, anyone who's uh, said anything bad about the Browns, sit your ass down. You're not allowed to speak anymore. Now, now, Jacob, I think yes. I think you have a question for Liam. Uh, I did I say this last night during our phone call? You did. I I honestly forget it. First, I want to say this. Liam, First off, whoa, whoa, you guys are game. calling without the Browns me? played great. Oh yeah, all the time. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Super secret phone yeah, call. I, yeah. 
post-Alabama game. We were both on, like, our Alabama kind no, of rush. No, that's cool. That's cool. That's fine. <laughs> here, well, we here Jake, know... Jacob, I'll give you a hint. It's about the quarterbacks. Yes. Um, it's about Cleveland's quarterbacks. Yes, I do think Case oh, Keenum right. would have won right, this game. Right, 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 right. Would Case Keenum would have won this game? <laughs> <laughs> Minneapolis miracle, man. Liam. <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, uh, anyways, no. no. But here's what I here's what no, I want to no, no, talk no. about. Quick, quickly, just game. quickly sidebar. Going back to what I was saying earlier this season, talking about Baker, I've I've taken it back completely at this point. He has shown to me now that he is fully ready, or he's at least he's almost there to becoming a not a great quarterback, but a good quarterback for the Browns. And at least he, he reminds me a lot of like a Ryan Tannehill for us, you know, where he <laughs> is able to get the job done. He's able to do it smoothly with great wide receivers, and he also focuses a lot on that run game too, and opens up the field with that run game. So maybe just a little bit more. You know, like a little bit more training in the off season uh, when we get destroyed by the Chiefs next week, and we will be fully on our way to actually having a good quarterback that I can rely on, and I won't have to have some second string forty seven year old guy that had one good play in his career. So <laughs> that's I would just wanted to bring that up quickly. Ow, forty um, seven? No, he's up there. He is not 47. Yeah, I forgot. He's like 63. That's older than Brady. He He's like, I'm pretty sure Kane, Keenum's in like his mid-30s. I think he's like 33 or something like that. I don't know. Well, he's definitely close to the tail end of his career, but I guess uh, 47, man. Story. 32. Ryan, he was just making a joke. Stop taking <laughs> yeah, it. Mike. Ryan, don't be the no fun lady. Well, I just, just, I just like to imagine a 47-year-old man playing quarterback, and we might see it if Brady keeps on playing. <laughs> Ryan, that's you trying to throw to my backyard, okay? <laughs> and so, also, don't call them, don't call uh, the NFL the No Fun League lines. anymore because they've got slime cannons. The No Fun League. Yeah, we're. Get, uh, I, I'm. We'll, we'll talk about gonna, that. I'm bit. so excited. <laughs> I, I, I have a good. Here's the thing about this Steelers game. The Steelers started mounting this comeback, and I was like, "Huh, well, I guess this is getting interesting." Then Nick Chubb absolutely destroyed any semblance of this comeback, <laughs> and it was like heart crushing you could literally hear everyone in the stands just uh, you know what i mean yeah. yeah well like figuratively i don't think many fans were there i mean figuratively the steelers so they pulled a classic steelers like last week the browns beat them but it's narrow uh they weren't starting ben they, and, they didn't have and they're like Watt. Yeah, they didn't have TJ Watt, and they're like, okay, next week we're going to have all of our good guys, and they're missing their head coach. Less and, of a factor and so, than I guess we all thought. Yeah, yeah. and so they, they walked in kind of thinking this was going to be a really easy win because of how close it was when they were, you know, playing at half, and they made some really, really dumb mistakes early on. Uh, yeah, within the first 20 seconds of the game legitimately and and then all of the turnovers from ben as well also what uh, the hell went on with marquis pouncey like did you did you guys watch this game at all yeah his snaps were what, what did he his do snaps were awful yeah like his snaps were awful every single snap i don't think he had a single good one 
they were all too too high too low too right too left like it's looking his snaps look like brady trying to throw or sorry baker trying to throw the ball at the beginning of the season like yeah and that's very out of character for him exactly marquis pouncey is easily you can easily say is either the greatest or one of the greatest centers in the game today and he's top 10 for sure and you can't be playing a game like that you can't be snapping like that if you really yeah and 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 ben wasn't doing them any favors either uh and And had to throw it though 59 times though did he not 68 68 68. 501 yards like i'm glad he got that's how you know a team lost yeah Oh no, that's how you know a team really loses. Because like <laughs> that, it was, we were talking about fifty-two like attempts being. Oh yeah, that's how you lose the game. Sixty-eight. That's how you get destroyed in a game. Yeah, this is this is like real. I mean, it's classic Steelers. Uh, and Liam called it in like week nine, I think. I did. Now Jacob, I'm throwing the challenge flag. <laughs> yeah, you can sit me in trial. I'm going to sit you in trial. What did you say earlier in the season? The Steelers team is really good. Super Bowl contender. Super Bowl contender. Okay, cool. Are I Super Bowl contenders that. throwing four interceptions, uh, five actually, five turnovers overall game, uh, and losing by almost ten now, points against a team that's eleven now, and five? This is where I this is where I get a little heated. Here. Okay, get heated. Ooh. So. Do you really discount Cleveland that much to the point where you can't admit they beat a Super Bowl contender team and you just can't be high on them? You just can't be happy for Cleveland. You got to try to like throw Pittsburgh down. I'm a down. Cleveland fan. I can never be happy. Liam, do you really think this Cleveland team can't challenge KC next week? I honestly, if you want my honest opinion, no. I, I don't think we're going to do that well against the, the Chiefs at all. This was just a then, fun game that was choked away here? from the Steelers. And shown that, yeah. I disagree. Cleveland showed that they are, at the moment, a contender to win the Super Bowl. They beat a very good Pittsburgh team. They are going to challenge KC. They might beat KC. You know what their Vegas odds for the Browns are? What's the spread right now? Tell me the spread. Plus 2,500. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I, I So what you're saying is you bet like 100 and you make that much money? Yeah. Okay, because there's different ways of reading this. Okay, Casey right now is a 10-point favorite. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what. 10-point favorite? That's that's doable. That's winnable. Clemson, Ohio State? Clemson was favored by 9.5. Ohio State blew him out. I'm just saying things happen. Casey, they might be in a look-ahead situation where they overestimate Cleveland. Look, this Cleveland team is really dangerous. They are running the ball well. Baker is starting to find a really good ceiling. He is starting to heat up even more. The reason why Baker is starting to find his thing is because Odell's not on the field anymore. So, Kevin Stefanski, get rid of this bum and give us something nice for him. Well, that's on the GM, whoever I don't care. Kevin Stefanski is still a part of the organization, and I forgot who the GM was after John Dorsey got fired. So, (laughs) we'll apologize to him. Either way... We want to hear a Kevin Stefanski apology right now, Liam. Mr. Stefanski. <laughs> Mr. Stefanski, I apologize for getting you mixed up with uh, Cleveland's GM. Uh, guys, help me out here. 
Liam, here's what I'm going to say. Instead of attacking me and, and my Barry. Team, you should be happy that Cleveland won. Oh, You should be happy you, Cleveland won. Do you not won. see how happy I am that Cleveland won? Yes. Do you not? You should be I saying Cleveland's ecstatic. a Super Bowl contender. They I'm beat a... one. You should be over oh, the moon. Oh, I am over the moon. And here's another thing. Juju, shut the f*** up. <laughs> oh my god you're really making things bad for the other no fun league liam no fun le- it's a stupid chirp do you but see what has happened man, who cares it's see all trash what has happened with juju he dances on logos he gets destroyed he starts he starts opening up his mouth he gets destroyed now chase claypool started talking and guess what patrick mahomes is sitting there like oh no so y'all need what? to shut up to be f- what what I actually find pretty funny is that uh, what did Claypool say? It was like the Browns are gonna get clapped. Yeah, next the Browns week. are gonna yeah. get clapped next week. It reminds me so much of like, well, who was it? Michael Thomas last year was saying Minnesota. He was hoping they lost or something. I don't know. I don't get this new trend of receivers. I guess saying teams that eliminated them, they want them to lose. Well, my favorite thing yeah. was just Juju saying the Browns is the Browns, and then as Baker was coming into the tunnel into the locker room. He saw a bunch of fans and was like, the Browns is the Browns as he's walking out. Oh, it was amazing. It was it was a swan song. I, I loved this game. I was on my toes near the end of it because I honestly thought we were going to totally choke. However, we did great. I am happy for this Cleveland Nick team. Chubb, he did it. Nick, Nick Chubb, well, we got to do everything we can to keep him. Give, and give this him game a max was contract. Really good. This game was really good for that Brown-Steelers rivalry as well. It puts a bigger spark into it, especially with the fact that this could be Roethlisberger's last game in the NFL. There is a high chance. Just because of how big the NFL is, it's a lot harder to kind of zone in on those really, you know, like these teams genuinely do not like each other rivalries until it gets to playoff time. Where, like, in the CFL, every time the Ticats and Argos play, you know there's going to be some sort of a scrap on the field. Oh, yeah, and I thought there was going to be a scrap happening after this game. Especially if the Browns won, I swear I thought something was going to happen. But all we got was an amazing photo of Ben Roethlisberger crying on the bench. <laughs> and there's there's something right. beautiful about that. Venom. Venom. Are you guys ready to move on to the NFC then? We can start with Rams and Seahawks. Yeah, surprising. Your boy Cam Akers, Jacob. He went off 131 yards in the touchdown. He's just been waiting. <laughs> he knows when to make things happen. This, yeah. this game and then was incredibly Jared Goff surprising. came back. Well, yeah, that's also because John Wolfhart is, I think he's currently still in the hospital after a neck injury, which all of us here at 3rd and 10, we would hope a speedy recovery for Wolfhart. Um, Absolutely. So, former hot shot. Former hot shot, exactly. But this game was really surprising because I'm pretty sure everyone, like both Ryan and I, went with the Seahawks, and Jacob, yeah. you picked the Rams. So usually we're the ones. That I don't know right. why. I was just feeling it. Well, that's. A th- I was just. I don't know. I felt it. I was kind of like Seahawks. They haven't really. They've been a really up and down team this year. The Rams defense is playing good. Yeah. Metcalf at Not gonna least lie, kind of stumbled game. into this win on this one. <laughs> it was it's a very yeah. weird win for for the Rams, honestly. Yeah. I'll tell you the truth, Wolford doesn't get hurt. They probably win by more. Ooh. It's possible. 
That's a hot no, take. No, I'm, I'm not kidding. He doesn't get hurt. That That's not even a hot take. They were playing so hot, and their offense was rolling. I think Goth actually hindered them a little. You really think that's so? That's possible. Eh? Well, because Goth, Goth yeah, wasn't I mean, playing at 100% either. No, for sure, for sure. And do we actually know the status of either one of these guys for this weekend or no? Uh, for I, Wolford? Yeah. So apparently, I'd imagine Goff is going to start. Uh, either, either. So Wolford either actually came back. Yeah, so John came back after the hospital and actually celebrated in the locker room with him and then uh, shared something on Instagram okay. saying, I'm good, on to the next. So there is a possibility that he might come back uh, this weekend for the Rams. However, it's it was a pretty nasty injury. Uh, and he also didn't show up to practice as well. Yeah. So. So probably Goff is starting. It's at the looking is like Goff is the getting guy. from this. Yeah, it's looking like Goff is the guy. So. It sucks that that happened to to Wolford, but again, let's let's hope for the best. And hell, maybe we might see Wolford just completely dominate in the game after if they win against. Who are they playing against next week? Green Bay. Well, it was fun, John Wolford. Enjoy the offseason. <laughs> oh well, well, Goth gets paid a lot of money. He needs to needs to show up against Green Bay. He does. Not wrong. Uh, moot. And then my my boy Russell Wilson, I don't know what happened to him. This is what I was saying earlier uh, in the season, was he's got the yips. He's he's really got the yips, and he's got it bad this season because the past few seasons he's had the yips, but he's had them so like just only for a couple weeks, and then he's back to his normal self. This has been going on for quite some time now. Yeah, really like big yippage. All the yips. Yeah. They got to help him with some O-line in the offseason. They really do. Sign somebody. That That is part of the problem, for sure. But then again, he gets paid so much money, and he took that massive deal. That's probably why they had to, you know, hurt some budget on that department. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to tell you the truth. So it's probably kind of one of those, it's not necessarily Seattle's fault. It's just kind of how it happened. People got paid. Yeah. So, but the other, I don't know, they got to fix but something. The other thing is they need to work on Jamal Adams in the off season. He did not do anything yeah. in that game. He he looks like he's regressed since leaving the Jets, which is which surprising. Is weird to say. Like, who says, "Oh yeah, I'm on to a better team that's not the Jets, and I'm getting worse." Maybe the Jets are just so bad. That him being on that team was like, wow, this guy's a stud when he was really just. So you're talking about the big fish in the little pond here. Maybe that's it. Or it's more like the big fish suffocating and barely breathing in a little pond. Because Jamal Adams does not look like the same player that he was in New York. No, not at all. Which sucks. Maybe there's an injury. I don't. Anyway. I uh, actually think I saw something about that. Don't quote me on that. Uh, apparently, yes, he was. He played with a torn labrum, I believe. Labrum. Well, that sounds like it's painful. Uh, It's a cartilage in the knee. And he was playing with that all game, and he is currently getting surgery on his 
shoulder and fingers. Well, that's no good. So, well, there we go. That goes guys. to show. Okay, Jamal, Case I closed. apologize for absolutely everything we just said. Speedy recovery. I I don't apologize. Okay, <laughs> I don't apologize. Uh, what All can right, we on play to? better. Tampa Bay and the football right. team. Okay, before we get into this game, Heineken, he's got to work out a deal with that beer company, get himself in some ads. He does. Number two, number two, what a great game by him. Yeah. He did yeah. everything he possibly could. Washington's Someone's gonna give him money fourth string quarterback comes in, plays out of his mind. I honestly against think. Against Tom Brady. I honestly think he is the guy that Washington should keep. They don't need to draft a quarterback in this draft. They've got a great quarterback already that showed how good he was in the season, but now in the postseason going up against the Buccaneers who are allegedly to Jacob's Super Bowl contenders, um, you know, completely. Not allegedly. Uh, they aren't. Uh, but he's really shown that, you know what? I want this job in Washington and Ron Rivera, like, He's he's opening up his eyes to this whole Washington team. Dan Snyder, please pay this guy. This guy is your future. Even though he's 27, this guy is your future. Ugh. Ugh. I'm going to be honest. I don't know about that. I think that's a tough sell. He played out of his mind. I hope he gets paid somewhere. Maybe. I mean, I hope he gets a good opportunity. But I see him more in a backup role next year. And at least he'll secure himself another spot on a well, team. Well, you know, this I guy... Mean, if you... Sorry, Ryan. Keep going. Yeah, if you really wanted to, you you could sign him as a backup in Washington again next season, and you know take a guy maybe in the second round, uh, like a quarterback, and have them kind of compete in camp and go from there. See if one of them works out, and if nobody does, then you draft a quarterback next year, or you sign a veteran and have Heineken or Heineke or however you want to say his name. Uh, study under him for a bit. Yeah, he's already 27. I think we've kind of... I think last... Here's the hey, sad yeah, part. Plus, he's... I think he's what got we Al- saw against the Buccaneer... Oh, sorry, Ryan. Yeah, well, know. like, he's got Alex Jones right now. Alex Jones? Sorry. Or sorry, Alex Jones. Ryan, Alex I, Smith. <laughs> I, okay, there we go. Ryan's trying to get Let a Let me teach you how to throw the ball. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't Ryan, like him putting uh, chemicals in the ball. <laughs> Anyways, of freaking uh, players I gay. think we saw Heineken's ceiling. I think we saw his ceiling, so I don't think he's ever going to play better than he did against Tampa. He could, but I'm saying I don't think he will. So I think a backup role, he at least secured himself a job, which he was taking classes at Old Dominion two weeks ago, so this isn't and that, too bad. And that's the thing. He's still taking classes, and the night before he was supposed to do his exam, he got a call from Washington saying, hey, we need you. And uh, so... Great yeah, story. he was he was studying while he got the for his exams the next day while he got the call from the from the football team saying hey we need you to play so pack his bags up went down played this game bada boom bada bing he lost to the Buccaneers yeah and then on on the Buccaneers side of the ball Leonard Fournette actually played like people thought he would coming out of LSU ninety three yards and a touchdown Mr. Inconsistent finally. Jacob, your guy, Antonio Brown. I know you were very excited. You know what I loved? His one rush. What did he get, like 24 yards? Uh, 22. Ugh, not bad. You know, I was I was actually underwhelmed, believe it or not. I thought Nuclear Brown was going to do way better. 
Um, this Tampa Bay offense looks amazing. I don't think the Saints are going to be able to stop them next week. I think it's going to be a shootout game, which actually favors Tom. Guys, I don't want to call anything early. And maybe you guys have a different opinion, but three points favoring the Saints against the Buccaneers. I'm not only taking the Bucks to cover like this little spread thing. I'm taking the Bucks straight up. I think they win no problem against the Saints. Maybe even by two touchdowns. Yeah, I'm a lot more sold on the Saints than I am the Bucks. Yeah. I don't know. Breeze did not Breeze did not look great against the Bears. They did not the Saints did not look like a Super Bowl contender team against the Bears, and they really haven't most of this year. Uh, I, I feel like they were playing down to the Bears, if I'm being honest. And we might as well move on to that game now as well, Saints yeah. and Bears. Is this going to be the Nick version of the <laughs> of third and ten, like the Nickelodeon yeah, version? Yeah, yeah. This of is it? the Nickelodeon <laughs> side of third and ten. Yeah, <laughs> we just got the Nickelodeon trophy player of the game. So. Yep, Nick uh, Mitchell Trubisky, Nickelodeon MVP. Was that actually Ryan? A you want to? You're this show's Nickelodeon MVP. Oh, thank you. By the way, if Nick does want to sponsor us, please do so. Yeah, yeah please. Well, I, I, I want slime money. cannons next time. <laughs> uh, where, where, does, See, where do we start with this game? Can we start with the slime than, cannons? Like, I mean, Breeze. I, I, yes, I, Ryan. Ryan, don't bore us. Let's talk about the yeah, slime. Let's cannons. talk about the slime. <laughs> Liam, you go. Um, yeah. I don't know how I feel about him. Really don't. I wanted to see Breeze I, get slimed. Okay, first off, I, they need to put real slime cannons on the field, not the CGI ones, and actually like douse the players I, in slime when they get touchdowns and then just I sh- felt so stupid so I couldn't watch this game because I had to sleep because I had night shift and I woke up and on my phone I just quickly went on Facebook and I saw slime cannons and I was like oh my god the NFL's lost its mind <laughs> they actually put slime cannons on the field then I realized it was just animation and I felt so stupid it's there you it's go it's a game it, it was a game man <laughs> Like then you can you can have like walk through showers, oh. and then go spray themselves off, and then get back on the field. But what's something? But then the running backs would go through anyway to try and break more tackles. But the thing that I love the most is the fact that Nickelodeon gave the MVP trophy, or sorry, the NVP trophy, to a man that loves kissing titties. <laughs> and there's something so it's there's something so hey, the kids Dan, can relate. And there's something so Dan Snyder about that that I love. Nickelodeon's Dan Snyder. <laughs> you want to know what? I love that it was voted. All these people just voted just to embarrass him, and it's mean. But you want to know what? It works out for the memes. It does. You know they should have they should have put the Buccaneers game on Nickelodeon because then they could have had a Dan Snyder Dan Snyder crossover. Uh, Nickelodeon doesn't like talking about that Dan Snyder. <laughs> Actually, neither well, does the Washington. NFL like to- yeah, the NFL doesn't like their Dan Snyder either. Yeah, these it's like, yeah, we both have Dan Snyders we don't like. <laughs> it's Do like crossover. They both have some serious allegations against them, and the other one really likes feet. So it's it's we don't know what to do here. <laughs> Got real up close and personal with uh, Ariana Grande. Oh yikes! Both Snyders. Anyways, um, oh god. <laughs> It, it was... Please don't sue us. Please don't. Any of the Dan Schneiders, please. <laughs> um, you should just sue Ryan. Yeah, just no, sue no, Ryan. no, 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 no. 
No, sue Alex Jones. Samsung. He told me. I still haven't thrown that letter <laughs> out to Samsung yet. Um, Spicy. Anyways, how did y'all feel about this game? Uh, I'll be real. I didn't watch it because I was like, wow, the Bears are going to get like destroyed. And then they did. If, if this is how the Mitch Trubisky era ends, then I'm content. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of a disappointment in this game. He didn't play bad. He didn't play good though so yeah. i think it's just fitting this is how it what happened to thing. david montgomery though they didn't run him yeah well they just look at they his carries. Well, he had 12 carries. carries for 31 yards he was only averaging 2.6 but like yeah there that is not enough carries as well but he, i mean this was a disappointing team i we somehow stumbled into the playoffs just how i kind of stumbled on the rams maybe winning yeah <laughs> and uh we didn't really deserve to win this. Did they have? Uh, if I did they? I guess if I have one, if I have one complaint, Komet's unsportsmanlike was stupid. But whatever, no fun league. Uh, did uh, did that Bears receiver fight Quincy Gardner Johnson again? Uh, no, but he dropped an open ball in the end zone. So <laughs> maybe his fingers still are broken from those stupid helmet punches. I'll never understand the concept of you know a guy's wearing a helmet and you punch. That him is in the head. perfect. I'm so it. glad you bring that up because right back to Nickelodeon, they put up a like a graphic of it's called dynamic duos, and on one side they have Javon Wims and Chauncey Garner Johnson, like just okay, that whole. Was slap. that Nickelodeon though? Was yeah. that real, or did yeah, someone we, make that? No, it was a real thing. And then, what's it called? On the right, it was like SpongeBob and Patrick. Uh, like, SpongeBob and Patrick punched in the mouth. The same as Javon Wims and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. So, I don't know. I thought that was hilarious. Great. I'm going to be... I'm fact-checking this in the background. Fact-checking. I'm going to say, I'm gonna okay, say at the Ryan. end of that, allegedly, so... Oh, God, there you go. Just to be on the uh, safe side. But, yeah, man, the, those slime cannons were something else, man. I think that was the only good I, thing to I come out of this also, game. I guess also, let's think, though, Liam. I mean, Mitch Trubisky playing on Nickelodeon TV to end his Bears career, I think it just is fitting. It's all well, perfect. Well, yeah, it's because, like, you play like a child, we're going to broadcast you like a child. You know, and it's... I guess where he goes next year. Uh, oh my god! He has one more. What's it? What was it called? The Nickelodeon MVP. He's got one more of those than I guess Mahomes and Watson. So he's got something to bring exactly. this trophy. <laughs> I did, it's I don't real. See... Is it real? It's real. Oh, Adam Schefter. No. Posted, That's great. Adam Schefter posted it. Oh my god! That's great. I don't see. Here, uh... Have you Have you seen it yet, Jacob? Yeah, I I saw it on I think NFL memes posted the clip, and I just I thought it was fake too, but it looked. You funny. know, here's the thing: is I don't see Joe Montana with a Nickelodeon MVP. So who really is the greatest quarterback of all time? Now, Nuclear Brown would have won it if he was on the Nickelodeon game. Oh, he nice. would have. <laughs> Everyone would have voted for him. But I love how like did did you do actually see the voting for it? Uh, it wasn't like 49% Mitch, 16% Hicks, and like 9% uh, Cameron Jordan Yeah, or it was just like the people that were voting for Cameron Jordan and Akeem Hicks were like, yeah, these players are actually doing well. And then the 49% that voted for Trubisky was just like, <laughs> screw this guy. This guy sucks. Let's ruin his day. So, I don't know, man. Apparently, there's like a whole thing on Nickelodeon where they do a kid's choice MVP of sports for the year. So, 
Wow. Oh, I'm... Imagine if Mitch goes up and has to make a speech. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. Oh, amazing. All right. Do we, do we want to talk about college football in the uh, championship? Do we want to do? Uh... Let, why don't we? Why don't we do our picks yeah, first for the next? Week, okay, right? let's do it. So we have. Then I'm more than happy. Let... Uh, trust me, I can talk with Alabama. All okay, day. let let's start in the AFC then. Uh, Browns and Chiefs. I'm gonna go Chiefs. All right, Liam, let's hear it. This hear That it. ain't it, Chief. It's going to be the Chiefs. I'm going to take Cleveland to cover, but the Chiefs win. Ooh. The spread's 10 on the Chiefs. I think the Browns make this a very close game. Uh, I think this is a field goal game. I'm with Jacob on that one. Really, eh? Y'all think, y'all think Kansas City's going to win? So basically, we're all saying Kansas City. We're all saying Kansas City. Yeah, we're all City, saying Kansas City. But it's going to be a close game. But... This is a t- this is a field goal game. If you like Liam, do you think this is a blowout or no? Yes. I think it, I think this I is, think it's a blowout because we haven't played a team like I, this all season. I think this is a look ahead game. I think the Chiefs overlook you guys a little and they kind of stumble. I could see Cleveland being up like 21 to 10 at the end of the first half. And then Casey plays some catch up and finds a way to win as always. I didn't even mean to say catch up. That just happened. You know Mahomes and how he likes catch up. Oh yeah. my god. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm saying you know what? Right. No, I hope the Browns win because I want Mahomes to feel the pain of losing after putting ketchup on a damn ribeye. <laughs> That's sacrilege, man. All, all right, tastes so good though. Come on, <laughs> no, not on a thirty dollar cut of meat. Okay, I've I've definitely had a cheaper version of that and put ketchup on it, and it was great. Yikes! Wow. Okay, what's the next game? I'm done with this conversation. I Bal- catch up on stage. Baltimore and Buffalo. Buffalo. I'm going Buffalo as well. Uh, although, how cool of a storyline would it be if it was the Browns and Baltimore? Oh, that'd be so sexy. I would love to see that. Yeah. Boys, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm rooting my heart out for the Bills. I hope they win this game. But I'm taking Baltimore. And I'm not just doing that because you both picked the Bills. I've thought about this one for a while. I think Baltimore's riding some sort of hot streak. I think Josh Allen stumbles. This year for the Bills might not be about winning it. It's about getting experience. Not only does Bal- Baltimore also cover. Well, I guess they cover if they win, but Baltimore wins. It's yeah. not about the journey. It's about rooting for It's not the about Bills. the destination. It's all about the journey. Interesting. I can see it being close, but... I, I, I would put I would put my money on the Bills. Well, and then moving on to the NFC, uh, Bucks and Saints, which we already talked about a little bit. It's going to be Saints. I don't think the Buccaneers have that ability yet. I'm going Saints as well. I think they have a really underrated defense. Bucks win this one, maybe by two touchdowns. I'm confident. Nuclear Brown gets another touchdown this game. He points to the sky at me. Uh, Fournette, I think he gets going again. They're not stopping this Tampa team. And then, how about Rams and Packers? Packers. Oof. It's going to be the Packers. I I don't think the Rams. Again, same thing with the Bucks. Rams don't have that ability yet. You you did a great job against the Seahawks, but against a team that's pretty good and has a lot more experience, I would honestly go with the Packers. I'm gonna go bold here. I'm going Rams because I think the Rams. Are, are angry. I think Goff is going to start, and he's still thinking about that Super Bowl two years ago. He was there, and he was garbage, and he's like, I need to make it back, and I need to win it this time, and I got, I need to make it right. 
especially since I'm getting paid. I think something's going to ignite in, in Goff. He's going to go off and, and he's going to show up Aaron Rodgers. Okay. All right. Big words. Big words. All right. Ryan, this breaks my heart. Now, does anyone know what the spread is on this game? Because I can tell I'm pretty you. sure it's really big for Green Bay. It's just it's just seven points. Oh, so a touchdown. So basically, they, basically Green Bay has to win by two scores here. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think Green Bay covers this game. I think the Rams they're not gonna win this one. I think they're gonna fight, but at the end of the day, I mean Ryan, let's be honest, this is a terrible matchup. Yeah, because who on like, I know the Rams. They definitely have some really good defensive pieces. Their defense has really come alive, but Adams is just on such a tear. Um, they got so many running backs they can swap in. Heck, even, uh, I think, it, how do you say his name? Is it Dylan or is it Dolan? I, the third string running back for the Packers. He's now involved. I think it's Dylan. Dylan, yeah. He used to play for BC. Uh, like, not British Columbia, like Boston College. Yeah. Uh, they have a good carousel. They're de- the Green Bay's defense is actually not even that bad. A lot of people crap on them. They're not as bad. And to tell you the truth, you don't need to be good to beat jared goth at the moment oh, yeah i've just got this gut feeling about about the rams going into this game no i i get it i get it i just and I, taking the under on this game is not dumb like so many people think green bay is gonna win this one and cover so i think thunder is probably likely but yeah i don't know i'm saying green bay covers green bay wins this one yeah. big now mm-hmm. moving on to this college championship game I'm a little disappointed in myself. I, I was all throughout last week. I was considering going out and getting a pro line, and I was gonna bet on the Bucks against Washington, the Saints against the Bears, and Alabama against Ohio State. Because I'm like, I think all these games are gonna be blowouts, and then they were all blowouts, and I didn't buy a pro line. You only have yourself to blame, Ryan. What, I really can we do. get like the sad trumpet? Yeah, I'll, I'll, get I'll the. Uh, is the Price is Right thing copyrighted? Uh, no, do uh, the Home Alone music kazoo version. <laughs> okay. So, uh, one of my favorite memes at the moment. My sister brought that into our, our household and plays it about once a day. Okay. So, Ryan, what happened? You were just too lazy to buy the Pro Line or you just couldn't do it on the internet? I just decided not to. Ryan, how much would you have won if you would have bet ten dollars? <laughs> I, I probably and all three of those bets. I would have won quite together. a bit. I bet. Like, are we talking a grand here? Or are we talking like two hundred? Probably less than two hundred bucks, but it would have been nice. Ryan, you need to gamble with me. <laughs> Stop gambling against the machine. Gamble against your friends. Uh, well, I didn't gamble against anyone, but Ohio State definitely gambled against Alabama and came up. Uh, real empty. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. I I'm so I'm gonna talk about this. Then I'm gonna tell you a mock draft I saw today. Okay. Oh, yeah, I just want to point out that uh, I I called Jacob or Jacob called me after this game to talk, and he was like, "I feel like I should be in jail because I just watched a murder." <laughs> it 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 was definitely like a murder, and you know these two teams did not even look like they were on the same playing field at times. Ohio State fought. I think I was too conservative last week when I was talking about this game when I said it could be close. When Ohio State took the field on that first drive and Justin Fields, I think it was like his third throw, he missed a kind of a short pass and Bama got the ball. I thought 
this one could be over really quickly. And let's be honest, Devontae Smith last night played one half of football and had 212 yards and three touchdowns. Do you know how insane that is in one half of football? Yeah. Liam should have been right. He said he was going to get four touchdowns. Liam should have been right. But unfortunately, the guy on Ohio State had to break two of his fingers and absolutely derail that. So, tell you the truth, I don't even feel like I earned the right prediction on the three touchdowns for Smith. Yeah. But Do we have any updates on how Trey Sermon is doing? I know he had to be taken to a hospital right after, I think, the first play of the game. Trey Sermon, I one second. Don't, I think it was a collarbone, but I could be wrong. From what I was hearing, it was collarbone. Yeah, because he, he, he was phenomenal in that game against Clemson, and so I was excited to see what he was going to do. I, I'm going to be honest, though, Ryan. Master Teague on Ohio State is still a really good running back. I don't think Sermon would have made much of a difference. Oh, yeah. And I, I also, because... I'd like to give myself a shout-out real quick, just because I, I scrolled up in our text conversation, Jacob, and I found my my prediction for this game. I My prediction was Bama wins... 51 to 43 and so at least i was close with one of those yeah you're closer than me i said 62 40 you guys text me without me now too what the hell oh yeah man i'll just show myself out how do you think we conspire liam. against you yeah liam we're like the deep state <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna send a helicopter to your house one day and some guy in a suit's gonna get out and be like get in and just throw a bag over your head i i Ryan, you're no longer part of the deep state. Oh, can I be a part of it now? <laughs> Liam, you're Thanks. in. Dang it. All right, I think Does we should get a helicopter. Ryan, just exposed, Ryan just exposed 20 years of secrets. Does that mean you're... Just one sentence. Does that mean you guys are going to send the helicopter to get me now? Yeah, I was just about to say, Jacob, Liam, I, I think what that. we should do don't is take that. a helicopter to send it to Ryan and just be like, hey, hey, get in. And I think that's what we should be... Liam, you're out of the deep Damn state. It. There's a new member of the deep state now. <laughs> who is it? <laughs> out of the deep state. Well, who is it? We gotta, we gotta know. Yeah, so... Uh, it's Urban Dan- Meyer. I almost said Daniel Jones. What's wrong with me? Uh, Mac Jones. Alex Jones, Daniel Jones. Like, too many Jones. Too many Joneses, man. Almost had like... He almost had 500 yards. He was 80% completion percentage. Now he actually beat Joe Burrow for the highest completion percentage in history in college football at 77%, where Joe Burrow was at 75. So kind of cool. Yeah, he, he was unreal. He threw it 45 times, and he completed 36 of those. I mean, every time the guy runs, it looks like he's terrified for his life. But besides <laughs> that, he is an amazing quarterback. Yeah. I think mid-first so, round he's going to go. I know some people were saying late first. I'm thinking mid now. So, do you guys want to hear a mock draft? Do it. So this is from Todd McShay. And this is this is his current, okay? Yep. He has Trevor Lawrence going first overall to Jacksonville. Yep. He has offensive tackle Panini Sewell going to the Jets from Oregon. Yep. He has Devontae Smith going number three to Miami. Yep. He has number four, Zach Wilson, going to Atlanta. Zach Wilson before Justin Fields? This is the new canon. Wow. Apparently, McShay now is predicting. Now, by the way, he did think Love was going fourth overall last year as well, <laughs> this guy. Or one or the other. Maybe it was the other guy, too. So it's it's too early to jump into this hype. But there's a real debate after this game at whether or not 
Zach Wilson is the second best quarterback. I I think Jones is better. I think both Jones and Fields are better than Wilson. I I don't know about that. That's a tough one. Liam, do you have any do you have any comments on this new development? Knowing that you like Zach Wilson. Uh yeah, you should be first overall. I don't know who this Trevor Lawrence scrub is. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence does have nice hair though. Compared to Zach Wilson? He's got that oil tycoon hair, know, man. That, uh, but then again, Zach Wilson does enjoy headbands. And you know me. I like He's me got a good that headband. oil tycoon hair going up. You know what's up? Yeah, this is all I got, boys. This is all the energy I can muster. This is all you got? I. What an exciting game. Yeah. This It was a different level of football, too. The f- I, I wish I could get a time machine. I could take the Alabama team from this year and let them play LSU last year because I think it'd be a game of the century. Are you going to do it in Wonelli? Absolutely, when I order the teams in two months. <laughs> because right now, I am sure they are back-ordered out the you-know-what. Out the booty hole. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, okay. No, because honestly, that LSU last, that LSU team last year, just offensively amazing, bad defense. The Alabama team this year, offensively amazing, but kind of a bad defense. I think it would have been like a firework game. And you know what's crazy? If Alabama wanted to, and... Everything was coming together. They probably could have scored 70 points this game. Ryan, do you agree with that? If Alabama really wanted to, they could have run up the score to at least 70. Probably. Like, if they were pushing in the third quarter. Yeah. They took their foot off the gas and started running. Yeah, they really did. Smith Smith could do whatever he wanted. He could run any route he wanted. Michi, Canadian, could have done whatever he wanted. It was just a different level of football. It really was. It really was. Yeah, I mean, like, Alabama just stomped them. There's no other way to put it. All right, guys, I'm out of breath. I'm basically tapped out. All right. I'm tired. I've got one more thing I want to talk to you guys about before oh we call it an episode. Oh, my God, Ryan. What? We're going to do our Rookie of the Year predictions. Oh, okay. I like this. For next year? For, for next this year. Oh, for this year. Right. I'm going to pull up the list. Uh, I know the offensive ones off the top of my head. Rookie of the year NFL finalists. Okay. So I'm going to list them all, and then I want to hear your guys' uh, picks, and then your honorable mentions, okay? Okay. All right. Justin Herbert. Justin Jefferson. James Robinson. Jonathan Taylor and Chase Young. Really? Who wants to take who wants to take the lead on this Those one? Those are the nominees for rookie of the year. Um I think Justin Herbert's gonna take it. He is the highest to win at the moment. Uh his odds are I, I don't know much about Vegas odds, uh, Jacob, so I apologize. Is uh minus uh, twelve hundred at the moment. That that's that's good. Yeah. That like minus would be if you like bet a hundred, that'd be the money. Like you'd get less than what you bet theoretically. Okay, yeah. So Justin Herbert is so like that's so that's good. So like a, a minus is good. A plus is usually bad. Like less likely. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. So yeah. So Justin Herbert, he is the likely one to win at the moment. Um, 
so yeah, I think it was. I think it is going to be Justin Herbert. I wish it was Joe Burrow, but yeah, we know what happened. Uh, but I'm surprised Claypool isn't up there. Yeah, uh, I'm Jacob. Really surprised. First of all, you want to know what? I'm going to give my honorable mention to Clyde Edwins Hilaire. He was amazing, but unfortunately, nuclear okay. belt came along and absolutely <laughs> deplatformed him. It was such a shame. The guy had a shot, but unfortunately, you know. Sometimes the young calf, he just gets outshined by the old bull. Yeah, that's how it is. Okay. <laughs> anyways, uh, sorry, Edwin Solaire, uh, Nuclear Bell. Uh, anyways. Uh, You're so dumb. I'm going against the grain. Justin Jefferson is not only the rookie of the year. I think he's also the most impactful rookie we've had in a while. Without Justin Jefferson, Minnesota might only win like three games. Probably. Ryan, you can attest to that. Yeah. They might win three games max. Herbert was really good this year, but I think Jefferson means more to his team overall at the end of the day when it comes to pure wins and losses right now. Yeah. Maybe that's a bad take. Herbert, he means a lot too, but I'm going to be honest, the Chargers, I think they're all... No, nah, that's a lie. I can't even say that. Uh... <laughs> Anyways, I think Jefferson is the best player. Yeah, I I think it's definitely going going to be a guy, uh, first off, whose whose name starts with J, uh, and it's definitely going to be way, a guy whose first name is Justin. Ryan, is Edwin Hilaire not actually an honorable mention? Uh, I've I only read the five nominees. I don't know if there were any. That's bad. He had a good year. He deserves at least an honorable mention. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna be giving my honorable offense, mention. Right? No, this is for rookie no, of the year. No, that's overall. Chase Young Chase is on Young the list. Chase Young isn't up there. Oh, then I yeah, I take that back. Chase Young. What, did someone just yeah. cut out? Here? Yeah, Liam totally cut out. <laughs> yeah, I just cut out. Uh, Chase Young. I take my thing. I take my uh, vote back. I think Chase Young's gonna win it. All right, Chase Young for Liam. Uh, so I think it's definitely gonna be a guy named Justin. I I'm gonna go with Jefferson, honestly. Uh, especially all of the 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 records that he broke this year, as in addition to just his team performed better. Uh, but I definitely think it's going to be one of the Justins because uh, both of them had like insane end of year stats, and they didn't even start all of the all of the games this year. Herbert, maybe deep down, Le'Veon Bell really deserves it for deplatforming. Okay, this isn't a Ben Simmons situation. Come on, Jacob. Anyway, I I I am going to be giving an, a really real big honorable mention though. Oh my gosh, I'm, Ryan, I think you need I'm to get be given, Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Uh, I'm going to be uh, giving a real big honorable mention to James Robinson. Okay, R- running back on Jacksonville, undrafted, yawn, undrafted rookie. Nobody's been talking about him all year, and he's had a really good season. He's been in every down back. He's been reliable. He's been a stud for guys' fantasy teams. And they, no one talks about the guy because he's on the Jaguars. Ryan, you only know who he is because of Gridiron Heights. <laughs> I, do, I do not. I saw him every, every week when we were looking at, at the stats. I want everybody listening right now to know Big Tech, Ryan... That's his new gimmick. Had no clue who James Robinson was until he was watching Vikings, Jaguars. 
And then he was like, oh, this guy's kind of good. Uh, then he watched Gridiron Heights. Only reason he knows who he is. That's absolutely incorrect. Those and my lawyers fighting will, will words, be in man. touch. Ooh. <laughs> no, no. Here's what it is. Ryan, he's no longer the censor. He's now become just the big tech. <laughs> he's in charge now. He is the Google I'm of send the helicopter to your house. Okay. Can I tell you something? I've always been the proletarian on this show. <laughs> He's always been the bourgeoisie. That's it. That's all you need to know. You all know now the behind the scenes of Ryan is the Twitter of third and ten. He keeps banning everyone. Okay. Well, you know, I'm gonna ban this episode from continuing any longer as well. And uh, I'm also okay, we didn't even give any honorable picks, us. Ryan. <laughs> you you've lost your your right. I'm no, no, you. no. You've lost your right. My honorable pick <laughs> should go to, and I don't care what anyone says here, and yes, this is totally biased, but I think I, for the first, did an offensive tackle ever win a, a rookie of the year? Probably not. Well, for the first time in NFL history, Jedrick Wills should be getting offensive rookie of the year. Him and Jack Conklin have yes jack Conklin's been in the league for a bit but he increased that o-line like you wouldn't believe thank you for your my ted talk okay jacob give us your guy your honorable mention edwin slayer <laughs> but how you're a nuclear bell fan no i'm saying edwin slayer would have won probably the rookie of the year but he just got like deplatformed what else do i gotta say i don't want to repeat myself if, again i mean i know everyone at home's laughing and they're enjoying it right now but if if i actually want to be serious who would win it it should either be between chase claypool cd lamb and yeah probably clyde edwards jake lutton okay all right, I'm 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 cutting this off. I've I've lost Mike Glenn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mike Glenn. <laughs> okay, you know what? We we've reached stupid territory, so I'm just gonna tell everyone to follow us on Facebook and Instagram Ryan, at Third and Ten Show. Has been stupid territory. And we're gonna talk to you next week. Don't listen to our show. We're awful people.